taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good morning and good afternoon, PPC friends. Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and we have uh, on the show today the penultimate PPC Rockstar. Um, those of you who have tuned in before know who I'm talking about already. Yes, it is Brad Geddes, the proprietor of many important things, PPC. Well, um, this is a chance for us to catch up, I guess, as usual. Uh but um, for the benefit of the listeners, we have been both crisscrossing the globe talking about um, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning as it applies to PPC. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's a, it's a uh, mysterious, um, arcane topic that we're going to simplify and, uh, and demystify. So... Um, I think I'll, I'll start out. So machine learning and, and AI, it's just software. So people don't really need to know how it works or what's what are what the guts of a, a uh, an AI driven software application uh, software application is um, to to benefit from it. Would you would you go along with that, Brad? Um. I would. They don't need to know the algorithms. They need to know the input, the output, and how it's performing for them. Okay. So let's start out with your favorite. What's your favorite uh, AI-driven or machine learning-driven uh, feature in one of the ad platforms? Oh gosh. Um, I I probably have two favorites. Um, one would be CPA bidding. Mm-hmm. Um, it works quite well. Yep. And the second one being similar audiences. Ah, uh, okay. So probably my the two I will rely on the most. Okay. Well, uh, CPA bidding. I think most of our audience knows about since we've we've discussed it before. You and I have discussed it before on the show. Um, I'm curious why why do you have confidence in similar audiences? So I, I think we need to set context for machine learning right so okay. so what a lot of people don't talk about when you say do you like this or not like this is a a human's tolerance of error so i'll give you a quick example right so let's say in cpa bidding it's right 70 percent of the time it's wrong 30 percent of the time it gives me as many conversions as possible at 10 percent over my cpa I lower my bid a little bit, my target CPA, which affects its constraints, boom, and now works, even though it's wrong 30% of the time. Now, let's say in similar audiences, it's wrong 75% of the time, right? Okay. It's a huge error number. Yeah. But it's right 25%. Yeah. And with my conversion rate, that 25% turns into 7% more customers. Okay. So now, at, at my same CPA, right? So now... I have customers I would not have gotten even with a super high error rate. Interesting. And, and, and so I, I think, right, when we talk about our favorite or our least favorites, what we're also 
inherently talking about is how much do are we okay if the machine makes mistakes? So like if I served your branded ad wrong 10% of the time, you'd be pissed, mm -hmm. right? You'd be really upset about that. But if you can get 10% more customers from similar audiences, even though it's wrong 80%, you're okay with that. And, and, and so sometimes we say our favorite or worst, right? We're really talking about what's also, right? Our human, our human's acceptance of a machine to be wrong. Right, right. Interesting. So how do you make sure that, uh, help our listeners understand how you make sure that even though the similar audience is uh, uh, lossy, let's call it, that you still get the same CPA that you're shooting for? So, I mean, number one is giving it good data to work with. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, uploading an audience, which could be the whole world, or I remember working with a, a company um, who is so large that when you looked at, you know, analytics will tell you like what groups people are in. Their groups, their groups consisted of TV watchers, people who travel, people who like sports, um, every age demographic and every gender demographic. Gotcha. You know what? It's not going to do anything with that. It's so poor, right? Right. But when you're saying, hey, our similar audience is only people who convert and that happens to be a narrow segment of users. It's not potentially anyone on the web. Right. Um, we're feeding it initial good data. And so then it's going to try to match that. And if we have a really crazy sort of large audience, we could add an in-market segment or, you know, some sort of other other constraint to it. Um, and then I like to I like to start with CPA bidding for it because I don't want to manually manage all that to begin with unless I have to, right? No, right. More, no more additional work. Right. Um, I may have to adjust CPAs. I need to do a lot of ad testing to find what that message looks like because they don't know about you. You're introducing a brand. Hope they become customers later. Um, so that ad testing is really important, that messaging. And then, you know, see what the data looks like. And, you know, you'll often get a lot of impressions and a lower click-through rate, much, much lower click-through rate than you would with remarketing or something. But mm -hmm. if the CPA is good and there's new customers, hey, it's working great. And it's incremental. Yeah. Interesting. So um, do you think similar audiences have gotten – have become better over time Yes. Okay. And and what no do you question. what do you attribute that to? Um, Google getting better with data, machine okay. getting more. I, I mean, a machine makes very poor decisions without data, yeah. right? And and the more it runs, the better it. Well, either the better it gets, or actually the worse it gets. We see it go both ways. Really? Um, yeah. When it's so, have you ever heard of the uh, of the site Spurious Correlations? No. So it, it's a site that correlates crazy, insane things, but they're perfectly correlated. Okay. Which a human looks at and says, well, that's just stupid, right? But a machine says, that's a great correlation. Maybe this matters. So for instance, um, the, the per capita of beef consumption in the United States directly correlates to how many lightning strikes occur per year. <laughs> So a machine says eating beef causes lightning strikes. Right? <laughs> human says, well, that's just stupid, right? Right. Um, Interesting. So you, you, you believe that uh, similar audiences have become better over time, and that's, I, I assume that's for 
all of the platforms. Although Bing Bing is, hasn't released their similar audiences yet, have they? I don't. I don't think they have. I don't think so. But they will. Yeah, but and and when it first launches, it'll be eh, okay, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then when CPA launched, it was horrible. Right. You know, and and advertisers are basically paying the entrance fee, right, for the machines to learn. Right. How do you feel about uh, ROAS bidding these days? Um, on massive volume accounts, it has gotten way better. Yeah. On low volume ones, it's it's still not great, and it has no seasonality. I mean, I think last I saw, it's only using like last seven days of data for ROAS bidding. Maybe it's last fourteen. It uses a pretty small window, um, campaign level, so it's not taking seasonality into account. Oh sure, no, which, none of the, none of these automated um, mechanisms can can they? Well, sure they could, right? If you've been on Marin for eight years, Marin should know, hey, watch Friday. I mean, you know, all of them should be able to know that, but um, a lot of them don't do it. Hey, speaking of massive amounts of data, we have some data to share from our patrons, our sponsors. So, um, Brad, hold that thought, and listeners, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio one. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Brad Geddes and 
we're talking about our favorite uh, instantiations, that's a programmer's term, of um, machine learning and, and uh, artificial intelligence and PPC. And um, so I'll go next. My, my favorite new one, uh, we'll talk about my favorite new one and my favorite unreleased one. My favorite new one is uh, smart shopping campaigns combined with ROAS bidding. I've I've got uh, two clients on smart shopping with ROAS bidding, and both of them, the return on ad spend has exceeded the target on both of them by a, a pretty healthy margin, which means that I've got to actually back it back off the uh, return on ad spend target to uh, make sure I get the right volume. Any experience with that, Brad? Um, yes, and it's the opposite of you. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Whenever Google calls something smart, I was kind of like, "Oh gosh, what's this new thing?" Right? Uh-huh. Like so there's all these smart campaigns and smart shopping and smart bidding, and um, uh, sometimes smart is kind of dumb at times. So, no, my experience with smart shopping has been pretty abysmal. Huh. Um, okay. Um, now, why would we have such different? Uh... Probably different client types selling different items, different yeah. industries, yeah. different competition level, different amounts of data, uh, and then that's the thing, right? You, it's impossible to know why. What you see is your output. And, are you are and, you suffering in? So what what I'm seeing is increased sales volume uh, at or better than the target ROAS. So are you seeing uh, flat volume or decreased oh, volume? Oh, way decreased ROAS by amazing. I mean, wow. so like the one, um, it's it's a brand that everyone knows. Okay. Um, and and so they tried it in one of their you know non-brand categories, of course, that you know probably spends hundred thousand a month or something, just one campaign, and their ROAS it dropped like in half or something. I don't remember the actual numbers, but it was, it was bad. And they even waited 14 days before they turned it off just to make sure the machine wouldn't kick in and something would happen. Interesting. Um, it was awful. And, and yeah, so I have not seen great results from smart shopping yet. Let me ask you this. Results like, vary. You, and, you and I have had conversations about this before and, and we actually boiled it down to, uh, I think, uh, the fact that some retailers have a broad um, variation in price in their product line, and some of them have a more narrow variation. In this particular case, their price ranges and that campaign, I believe, were ninety-two dollars to one hundred eighteen. So okay, it was a very, very yeah, it was a very small variance. Um, I get that, right? There's sometimes, yeah, you stick a ten thousand dollar product in with a fifty dollar one, you're going to get problems. Yeah. Um, have you tried CPA bidding on on that particular client instead no, they of Ro- back, ROAS? They went back to their custom um, bid platform. Uh okay. Yeah. Interesting. There's only so much at that at some of those spend levels you want to mess with stuff. All right, right. Okay, so my next uh, favorite uh, unreleased um, example of machine learning is uh, a couple of capabilities that are coming out in Bing ads. One of them is the competition tab, which shows um, similar information as auction insights in Bing ads and uh, Google. But and, is, how is that machine learning? Isn't that just 
stats, or are they actually doing something more on top of it? Well, let's see. They, because they tell you what you should do about it. Okay. So that could be machine learning, or it could be rules-based. Good point. Good point. Um, okay. So anyway, the competition tab shows it in a graphical way yeah. uh, what you see in Auction Insights, but over time, and uh, how, how your stats compare to other stats. And, and you're right. It could be simply uh, old-fashioned math. Yeah, I can't remember what was on the call because it looks great. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it come out too. Yep. Um, so we will, we'll see how good the recommendations are. That's always my question, yeah. right? I mean, because well, we should know. mention that in in this context because uh, in my experience, the opportunities sections of both Bing Ads and uh, Google Ads uh, have been improving. In other words, they're not purely nonsense as they used to be. Uh, they're still uh, capable of being far afield, but uh, I've seen some good recommendations in the You hit the apply button on a suggestion more than half the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. More than 25% of the time. Uh, I think it might be more like 15 to 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... When, that's, when, that's, 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 it's still improvement, but yeah. Yeah, it is an improvement. It, it, at least I'm reading them. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> right? Yep. So um, besides CPA and ROAS, do, do, you have you, uh, do you have any favorites, or do you even care about the other um, uh, automated bid management capabilities like um, maximize conversions, maximize clicks, Outranking share, that kind of thing? No, I mean, outranking share is a rules-based system. It's not machine learning. Okay. And you know what? When you're doing a conquest campaign, putting like, you know, its own campaign with like 10 keywords in it, um, you have to do it that way. Target outranking share can be good. Never do it for your standard bid. Because mm -hmm. um, your competitor doesn't show up. Last position is outranking share. Right. Um, so you can actually lose position. Um Max conversions is, you know, in theory good if you are not CPA constrained at all. Right. I know very few companies who have no CPA constraint. I don't either. But um, the only instance I can think of where it would be uh, useful is where the, uh, the, the advertiser is old-fashioned. And they basically say, I have this budget. Uh, I want to spend exactly this budget and get me the most conversions I can possibly get for this budget. Even if it's zero. Huh? Even if it's zero. Even if it's zero. <laughs> right? Is, oh, that's fair, right? I mean, we still see people who are like, hey, we I've got $100,000 I need to spend by the end of the month. What what right. can we do to spend hundred grand? Right. they are not asking, right, where are my returns? They're saying, okay. how can I spend it? Right, um, exactly. The one that kills me is um, maximize clicks. In other words, I don't even care if the if the campaign or my website fulfills their purpose. I will use that one on a on a specific situation. What's that? When I am first starting out, a brand new account, you don't want to mess with all the potential you know CPCs, and you just want you know three to five days of data. Yep. to get some benchmarks and just automate the startup process. I, I find that I will actually let it run for three days to a week 
in something brand new because otherwise you set a CPC across the board or maybe you do some tailoring of it. Then you go adjust and you're, you know, it's not really doing anything yet. You don't have information to work with. Right. Um, so I find it's good then. Okay. That makes sense. So trivia question, David. What's that? Do you know Google's very first machine learning algorithm used for Google Ads? Hmm. Let's see. Used for Google Ads. Is this a trick question? No, it uh, was initially used for AdWords. Not a trick oh. question. Oh, okay. Uh, first, rotation? Quality score. Quality score, of course. Brilliant. Right. There's your, there's your hidden machine learning trivia. So you ask yourself... No, nothing has more history, more data to work with than quality score. Mm -hmm. How good is quality score? Because that's Google's longest running algorithm. Yep. So if you agree with all your quality scores, then you, you know, you believe Google's on the right track. Right. If you look at your quality scores and say, well, that makes no sense, then, you know, they've still got some work to do in their machine learning. I think they still have some work to do. <laughs> I think everyone would say that with quality score. Yeah. Hey, speaking of quality, we have some quality words from our sponsors that have to be shared with our listeners right now. So, Brad, let's pause and listeners don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. We're back with Brad Geddes, PPC Rockstar. And um, Brad, uh, let's see, we've covered a lot of ground here. What What's left? What, what uh, machine learning-based capability uh, do you find yourself admiring these days? Oh, gosh. I, you know what? I don't know if there's one I admire. Mm. I, I know that sounds terrible, right? But um, humans have, you know, prior knowledge. Have you ever heard of the um, the MIT experiment with 
machines playing um, video games? No. So MIT took your 16-bit, you know, graphic games in the 80s. Think like Mario Brothers or something. Mm-hmm. And you got a reward when you finished the game. And they gave it to the top 21 machine learning algorithms, and they gave it to humans. Humans finished the game in under two minutes. The top learning algorithm took 40 years. The oh, others okay. failed. Okay. Um, that's 40 human years, right, in, in terms of moves. Okay. Because it, you only got rewarded for when you won. So then they, they changed the patterns. They changed it a few different ways. And only when you got a reward for every single correct move did computers beat humans because they had the data. Because mm-hmm. humans have prior knowledge. We glance at a game and we know, oh, you walk up and down a ladder. You jump over fire. Right? We, we inherently know that. Right, right. And, and so a lot of the stuff dealing with paid search, humans are really good at. I mean, we, I mean, we use a rule in our system, right? Like if um, clicks is more than 150 and conversions is zero, examine the query to see if it's been a negative keyword. And, and we took advertisers and we fed the query data to a machine learning and said, when should we have made it a negative keyword? And on average, it was 153 clicks. Right, like our guest was almost the same as a machine, um, who had the benefit of post, like of actually saying we should have stopped here, right? And, and so when it comes to, you know, RSA, the machine's not doing very well. Mm-hmm. Ad rotation is totally broken. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. You know, hey, and, and those are all machine learning things. Okay, so here's here's a. Uh, question that you couldn't answer last time we we had you on. Oh gosh. Which was, <laughs> what do you think of uh, the responsive ads? Uh, oh. Capability. All right. So I, you cannot get conversion data by the the rendered ad. So the right. best we can do right now is compare um, ETAs to RSAs. Right. That that's the best you can do. Right. And okay. overall, in fact, I, if you give me one second, I will even give you the data, like the All actual right. stats. All right. Um, I will give you the stats on what people are seeing, ETA versus responsive ads. So overall, for one account, um, so this is an entire account, pretty decent size. The responsive search ad was a 1.5% lower CTR and a 1.09% lower conversion rate and a $10 higher CPA. Whoa. And most people are finding their handwritten ETAs of what they've put together. Here's the headline, headline two, maybe a three, which is never really showing anyway. Um, And then here's the RSAs. And humans' hand-built ETAs are beating RSAs almost unilateral across the board. There are some exceptions, but I don't know if it's because their ETAs were so bad anything would beat it or not, right? Um, but in most cases, ETAs are beating RSAs. Okay, so just, just for the benefit of the audience, RSAs are responsive search ads. ETAs are the... Expanded uh, text ads. Expanded text ads with the three headlines and the two yep. description lines. Um any feel for how ETAs compare to what they used to call expanded text ads with only one, only? So the third line overall is showing once per every 125 impressions. Wow. So you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, right. And it looks like most of those impressions are search partners, not even Google. Really? Yeah. 
So they made you this third line, but it's being displayed so little. It's it's honestly not worth most people playing with right now. Right, it's not right. worth your effort. Right. Wow. So your advice is stick with ETAs. For now. I mean, again, responsive ads, technically Google needs to get a lot of data to figure out your combinations to show ads in. Yeah. Right. And then make some decisions. Um, they're still messing with algorithms right now. It's still the entrance fee for machine learning. So, I mean, maybe next year or six months from now, I would say something totally different, but for now, yeah, we're, we've seen a lot of people pause RSAs. Interesting. Well, we are going to have to leave it there because we're at the end of the show, but what a, what a great ending. And so thank you, Brad. Um, looking forward to next time. Excellent. Well, thank you, David. You have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thank you, listeners. Come on back next time for another episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.